Today is Saturday, January 25th, 2020, and this is Radio Wave. This is Radio Wave with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. Put yourself a century from now. People will be thinking and saying to each other, what were they thinking? Or what were they saying to each other? We have the Mother of God giving us messages containing immeasurable wisdom. We're in lifetime with the Lady delivering something that is permanent to the world's end to help all people from this point to the time when Christ comes back for the final judgment. To me, the messages are incredible. I can't get into them enough, grasp them enough, and to apply them enough of what people will see a hundred years from now. Today's message, our lady talked about the future of the world. She gives us an insight to the future, that there won't be a future for large segments of people in parts of the world. If you just read the message, you didn't understand that, you didn't see it, you're not entering into it. Today's message is simple, filled with complexities that will speak volumes more than a whole set of encyclopedias. The messages speak to you this way, and they're full of mysteries and insights and revelations about biblical revelations. See, I have to be careful how I say that, because all new revelations ended with the apostles' death, John. But that doesn't mean we can't learn about revelations from private revelations. Our Lady is here unlocking public revelations through the private revelations that she is speaking to us. And that's why she said, I'm going to do something never, ever in the history of the world since the very, very beginning of the world. It's a serious thing to look at these messages and apply them in the time of grace as a witness for people 50 years from now, a century from now, two centuries from now. Don't get complacent. Don't get used to the messages. Here's just another message. I actually has even said, many are reading the messages just out of curiosity. If you understood the messages, curiosity has nothing to do with it. They are so deep, so big, so informing, so enlightening, that they're always exciting for those who enter into them. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's January twenty fifth, 2020 Message for the World Dear Children, 
Today, I'm calling you to pray even more until you feel the holiness of forgiveness in your heart. There must be holiness in the families, little children, because there is no future for the world without love and holiness, because in holiness and joy, you give yourselves to God the Creator, who loves you with immeasurable love. This is why he sends me to you. Thank you for having responded to my call. What does that mean? He sends me to you. This is a warning. A warning because, as I said, there's no future for the world. That means it's over. In many people's worlds, it's over, especially in the family. And I mentioned that. Alay says, I am calling you to pray even more until you feel, not maybe, pray until you feel. Feel what? The holiness of forgiveness. Forgiveness is to be holy. The major key in this message is forgiveness. What do we need today? Sin is rampant. So many violations against neighbor, against spouses, against children, children against parents. The Bible said toward the end, love will grow cold. And here it is, how he says, feel the holiness and forgiveness in your heart. And she goes on in the next sentence saying, without love and holiness, what does that mean? There's no future. So those who don't have forgiveness, they're without love and they're without holiness. Because through forgiveness, you'll feel the holiness in your heart. This is a major thing. People don't understand how serious it is for you to live forgiveness. Laurie Johnson wrote an article called The Deadly Consequences of Unforgiveness. The title is appropriate to what I said. There's no future for what forgiveness brings. She writes, unforgiveness is classified in medical books as a disease. Why is that? Because we're forgiven 10 times a day, maybe 100 times a day for our faults and our sins by Jesus 2,000 years ago by the cross and his death. And if he can forgive all the sins of man and you can't forgive in your one lifetime for those you need to be forgiven for, whether it violates you or not, you will suffer in a severe way. And that's why I said it's classified in medical books as a disease. According to Dr. Stephen Sanford, Chief of Surgery and Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Refusing to forgive makes people sick and keeps them that way. This is startling things because our lady says there's no future without this love of holiness. Love and holiness is begotten by forgiveness in your heart. Did you know there's growing in the medical field forgiveness therapy? It's being used to treat diseases such as cancer. Laurie Johnson goes on and says, it's important to treat emotional wounds or disorders because they really can hinder someone's reactions to the treatments. Laurie Johnson continues, of all cancer patients, 61% have forgiveness issues. That's an amazing thing. They're tying this to cancer, the propagation of cancer. She goes on and says, more than half of those are severe. Dr. Michael Berry, who wrote The Forgiveness Project, says harboring these negative emotions, this anger and hatred, creates a state of chronic anxiety, 
chronic anxiety very particularly produces excess adrenaline and cortisol, which depletes the production of the natural killer cells, which is your body's foot soldiers, in the fight against cancer. The Dr. Barry says, The first steps in learning to forgive is to realize how much we have been forgiven by God. And that's what the scripture says. As you forgive, you'll be forgiven. And we say that in the Father every day. Forgive us as we forgive others. That is a very, very serious statement to say that. Because you're recognizing, as I'm forgiven, you forgive me. If you can't forgive, you will not be forgiven. Johnson writes about what Barry says. When a person forgives from the heart, which of course is the gold standard we see in Matthew 18, forgiveness from the heart, we find that they are able to find a sense of peacefulness. It brings peace. And he says, patience often referred to it as a feeling of lightness. You lift the burden off. He goes on and says, most people don't realize what a burden anger and hatred were until they let it go. Why do older people talk about the old times, the little towns, the things that came where everything was sweet and everything was beautiful, that even those people that you didn't care for so much when they died and the pew was empty, they missed them because they lived Christian principles. They forgave. That made small towns or small villages a beautiful place to be raised in. You've heard me talk about Andrea, Maria's brother, seeing hundreds of churches descend on Cross Mountain with three or four houses around it, green spaces between each one of them. It's a prophetic vision. We're going to that. But there's many people who have been raised in those small communities, and the memories in those communities are very powerful in forming the life when you leave that little town. And sometimes you won't remember things and how important it was and what you left in that little town until you go back. It has future. There's beautiful things there when people raise their children and their families according to what God asks us to do. Are they show us to live simple, closer to God, closer to nature? So how many people long to go back to what we used to have? Rust on the water tower, white steeple in the blue sky Takes more than 40 hours to make it to a Friday night It's right there on the welcome sign, that little hometown of mine Is right where I left it since I left it ain't changed at Sunsetting with the wind is down This feeling almost forgotten But it's coming back to me now Almost lost who I was That's what this big world does Turns out everything I love Is right where I left it Since I left it ain't changed at all I guess sometimes you don't know what you got Till you're gone Couldn't wait to get out Had to chase some dreams 
right where I left it. L.A.'s alluding to a time when it was beautiful, when the world had love and holiness. Because people lived biblically. They knew they had to forgive. And they lived in peace. For the ones who don't forgive, who cling to those things, you'll never have peace. Now, in modern times, medically, we can explain it destroys your own body. I remember reading years ago a book about anger, how it destroys you. And why would it not? Because you're in sin if you don't forgive. Because your sins can't be forgiven. That's what you're saying when you say, Our Father, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive others. So it's an incredible thing that he's telling us. You're in sin if you don't forgive. On August 6, 2018, our lady said, Dear children, also today, I desire to call you in a special way to forgiveness. Forgive, dear children, and like this, open the way to the Holy Spirit in your heart. When you forgive, you open yourself to the Holy Spirit. If you don't do that, you're close to the Holy Spirit. You can wander off all kinds of things from that point because you're not enlightened, because you won't forgive. Our Lady is clear in this. Forgive their children and like this, open the way to the Holy Spirit to your heart. What does she add to that? She says, pray together with me for my plans. Our Lady can't use you. Her plans for you cannot go forward if you hold on to unforgiveness. It's that serious. And being that Our Lady gave a short message and a focus on forgiveness, and because there's no future in the world without it, she's stating very clearly that I'm here to tell you this. This is why, she says, he sends me to you. There's a lot of people that live in real crises in their lives. You know, they hear this, but there are layers and layers of unforgiveness of hurts, of pain, of sorrow, of never being able to to get beyond uh, conflict. It's like you need an atomic bomb to get through all of these layers. And what is Our Lady saying to people that are in, in those kind of circumstances when you're daily confronting negativity, daily confronting attacks? How do you keep forgiving. Even I know the the passage of Jesus is you forgive seven times seven, but in reality, how do you really forgive that on a daily basis in and out? Well, the same principle we're talking about. As you forgive others, you're forgiven. John Paul went to confession every day. He was asking forgiveness every day. It's just something you have to put into your heart and that opens you to the Holy Spirit. If you do that, you can have a prophetic out view of everything. You can see the future. Ali says there's no future without love and holiness. Because you don't have future without love and holiness, you have to have holiness through forgiveness. There's people clinging on that. They claim it. They won't do it. They're so bitter they won't forgive that. There's a quote on unforgiveness that says, Unforgiveness chains us to the past, poisons the present, and keeps us from what the Lord has for the future. Now, this quote is old. Our lady's words today is brand new. 
But he's already told us, my words are neither old or new. In other words, they're eternal. They're in present. And so here it is. We found a quote that's been out there of exactly what I already said. There must be holiness in the family. Pray even more until you feel the holiness of forgiveness in your heart. There must be holiness in the families, little children, because there is no future for the world with that love and holiness. And the statement's incredible. It's what I said. Unforgiveness chains us to the past, poisons the present, and keeps us from what the Lord has for the future. That's not by chance. This is the truth. What your question is to be motivated, to be forgiving, everything happens to you. You can't be in the Medjugorje business world. I say that not literally, but figuratively. In other words, Medjugorje, if you're working in it, you're propagating, you're living it, you want the messages, the higher up you get in it, the more you're going to be having to forgive because people are jealous, they hate you, they persecute you. And not just Medjugorje people, but you get that. The more you change the world, the more the devil will attack you. You have to be in a state of continually forgiving all throughout the day. I do that. Immediately when I see something happen, I forgive that person. And I want to just drop it. And I ask for that not be held against that person. Because I don't want them to have to go judgment because of something that they hated me for that I wanted to cling to or that I wouldn't get rid of. I let it go. I'm free immediately. If I've been holding it for 30 minutes, it's a problem. You can get an ulcer from those things, anxiety. Charles Stanley, a known preacher, says, Unforgiveness is emotionally bondage that consumes minds and memories of offenses. So why would you want to hold that? Just throw it out immediately. Turn it over to God. He continues, he says, Distorts emotions with revenge and fills hearts with churning unrest. That's a lot of wisdom. Why do you want to hold that and run your day? I see beautiful flowers in your yard, but not see it because you're meditating on revenge. Your emotions are being deformed by that. And what you meditated, in those ways you've been offended. If people offend me, I've learned to just let it go. And joy comes. And that's what I said. The future of the world with that love and holiness, she's telling us to forgive because in holiness and joy, you give yourselves to God, the creator, who loves you with immeasurably love. You experience joy, the greater you're offended, the quicker you let go of it. Just let it go. Whatever's in your heart, whatever you've held about how you've been hurt, let it go. Nicole is a Christian singer. She grew up in a Christian home. Her grandfather was a pastor of a church. When she was seven years old, her parents divorced. She remembers them yelling at each other, screaming. And in the midst of those fights, she remembers walking into the room one night and felt God's presence, and made her feel that everything was going to be okay. After the divorce, she became confused, and she was hurt, and she started storing this bitterness in her heart. That resulted in her having a hard time believing in love anymore. And this is what the world is. Your future world in your family is not the globe. It's what surrounds you. And she thought, how could God let such a bad thing in a family? How could that happen if he loved them? And he said today, God the Creator who loves you immeasurably. And here is Brit feeling just the opposite. So she started harboring bitterness and harboring all these things in her heart. But then God spoke to her about that, just like God spoke to us today. Don't have it. That's what she started realizing. She said she had to let it go. 
literally, and forgive her parents. We have such destruction of people's future and what could have been to the family being torn apart. And so this led her to write a song. The major songs out there that's really good and beautiful, powerful, or convicting, those songs are what people really live through. People who can write or people who express things, they've suffered for it. It's not fictitious. They are able to express things because they live through things as horrible, difficult. And often these things are witness to others how they can live through it and change their life. Brent was unconsciously holding on to unforgiveness in her heart. But this song that's coming up helped her face all those feelings, and it actually led to her healing, forgiveness, and the freeing and bitterness. Even though 
Britt Nicole was going through this for years. It took her a long time to discover this. And it came through a song. Why? Because she meditated. She thought about it. And she let it go. She also discovered and found out that this is a great problem in the church. And it is true. But not only in church, it's everywhere. If people really understood how corrosive unforgiveness is, they would run asking for the grace of God to be able to do that. But it's really your will. It's just your decision. It is proven physical effects is tied to unforgiveness. There's two things that stated in regard to these physical effects. Greater levels of anxiety and depression. Secondly, a higher risk of cardiovascular diseases and cancer. And you want to hold on to unforgiveness? And you don't want to forgive? Another statement says unforgiveness becomes bitterness, which leads to persistent anger, which locks you in a private cage affecting all your relationships. So you have to say to yourself, I choose forgiveness and freedom because the results of forgiveness is freedom. Mariana Willison says, Forgiveness is not easy. At times it feels more painful than the wound we suffered to forgive the one that inflicted it. And yet there is no peace with that forgiveness. C.S. Lewis says, To be a Christian means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. Will Davis says, Pride and entitlement always goes with unforgiveness. The longer you hold someone's offense over them, the more likely you will start feeling arrogant and entitled to your posture toward him. These pieces of wisdom These statements speak truth. Billy Asbrook says, Unforgiveness is the number one thing hindering most people's success. You're not going to be successful at anything holding unforgiveness. Why? I already told us why. Pray for forgiveness in your heart. In other words, what she said today was pray for forgiveness in your heart that you can forgive so that your world would have future. And if you don't, you won't. And that's what this statement just really meant. You'll never be successful. You'll never be joyful. You'll never be happy. You'll never understand the immeasurable love of the Creator. Nor will you even understand a lady and why she's here for. Joyce Myers, who we love, we listen to her sometimes, says, Unforgiveness is spiritual filthiness. So get washed in the water of God's Word to forgive and stay clean. You have to read the Bible every day. And you'll see this. Unforgiveness is one of the greatest sins because Jesus himself forgave everything. And you won't do that? People who don't forgive, they're not tenderhearted. John Beaver says, Do not be afraid to allow the Holy Spirit to reveal any unforgiveness or bitterness. You need to search the Holy Spirit to tell you where you need to clean your heart out. Where's the bitterness in it? And let it go. He says, The longer you hide it, the stronger it will become and the harder your heart will grow. It's not just blocking the Holy Spirit. You damage your own body physically. Florence Shin says, unforgiveness is the most prolific cause of disease. That's a pretty big statement. He also says, it will harden arteries and liver and affect the eyesight. In its train, 
are endless ills. You don't hear that every day. You don't hear that from the pulpit. We need to. And Dr. Rod Parsi says, unforgiveness is the root of all bitterness. Or what happens if I don't want to forgive? Unpaid debt for unforgiveness is judgment. It's going to cost you. True forgiveness is when you can say thank you for the experience. I've done that many times. That's how I've escaped it. Thanking God for that person did that to me. For I deserved it. I can atone for sin or my violations. So as a believer, you have to take the responsibility of dealing with unforgiveness. Why is forgiveness so difficult? You know why? It's because it's unselfish. You have to be totally without thinking about your own self, but rather your neighbor. You think, oh, well, I'll forgive when I feel like it. If you do that, you'll never forgive because you're never going to feel like it. It's something you have to take effort to, something you have to put some energy into, prayer, fasting, and be in the state throughout the day to forgive immediately. If you live forgiveness, you're going to have spontaneous things that come up and you'll know what to do in the situation because you're trained that way. And you walk free. So many people are imprisoned by unforgiveness. Stephen Curtis Chapman is a Christian singer writing Christian songs, and he found himself in a situation that nobody would like to be in. He was in the backyard with his family. They were going to his graduation that day, so there was a festive day. And his son got in his SUV and was backing down out of the driveway. Their daughter, his sister, Maria, five years old, was behind the car, and he ran over. He immediately got out and looked at her and knew she was going to die. Immediately, his son, who ran over Maria, took off running, and he kept running. His other brother ran after him, had to tackle him. So the medics had arrived, and everything was going on. Stephen was pulling out of his driveway to go to the emergency room. He sees his son, Will, is completely inconsolable. So as he's going down the driveway, he rolls down his window. He yelled at his son, Will, as strong as he could, and he said, Will Franklin, your father loves you. Stephen said why he said that statement, because he says we're maybe losing one, or I had already lost a daughter, but I had a real concern in my heart that I wouldn't be losing two children as a result of this. It's a beautiful thing. He let go. He showed his son, we're not holding this against you. There's not even forgiveness needs to be done. It was an accident. He was releasing his son from this. Shortly before this death of little Maria, he had wrote her this song. It's very beautiful, and it's about her life. And at the same time, it's prophetic. God arranges everything, sometimes in a marvelous way. He can pull good out of everything and anything if there's forgiveness. So before even Maria died, he had written something for her and about her life. And it's a beautiful prophecy of what her life would have been. She spins and she sways to whatever song plays Without a care in the world And I'm sitting here wearing the weight of the world on my 
shoulders. It's been a long day and there's still work to do. She's pulling at me, saying, "Dad, I need you." There's a ball at the castle, and I've been invited, and I need to practice my dancing. Oh, please, Daddy, please. So I dance with Cinderella while she's here in my arms, 'cause I know. Something the prince never knew. Oh, I dance with Cinderella. I don't wanna miss even one song. 'Cause all too soon the clock will strike midnight, and she'll be. Nice guy, and I'd be impressed. She wants to know if I approve of the dress. She says, "Dad, the prom is just one week away, and I need to practice my dancing." Oh, please, Daddy, please. So I will dance with Cinderella while she's here. She came home today with the ring on her hand, just glowing and telling us all they had planned. She says, "Dad, the wedding's still six months away, but I need to practice my dancing." Oh, please, Daddy, please. So I'll dance with Cinderella while she is here. My arms. I know something the prince never knew. Oh, oh, oh! I'll dance with Cinderella. I don't wanna miss even one song. Cause all too soon the clock will strike midnight. Amazing thing, a song written just before 
should be gone. How much unforgiveness in your life? How much is your world with that love and holiness? It's just one step away. Forgiveness. Complete forgiveness. I desire to call you in a special way to forgiveness. Forgive your children and like this, open the way to the Holy Spirit, to your heart. And today, the words pray even more until you feel the holiness of forgiveness in your heart. Because in holiness and joy, you give yourself to God the Creator who loves you with immeasurable love. These things are at your hand. It's your decision or your loss of freedom. It's all up to you. We are to look to the cross always for somebody who's already paid the grace and the strength for a reason to forgive. Let it go. We wish you a lady. We love you. Good night. This ends the Radio Wave broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.